Welcome to the Lemon Spark Podcast, where we share stories about lemons that spark a new direction in life. I'm your host, Barbara Zabala. Well, welcome Bridget Stewart to the Lemon Spark Podcast. Thank you so much for agreeing to join us to tell us your Lemon Spark story. Everyone meet Bridget. She is a senior lecturer and director of integrative wellness at the University of West Georgia. She's also a fellow board member of the National Wellness Institute with me. So uh, I've had the pleasure of actually meeting Bridget in person several times and so happy that she's here today. So Bridget, welcome and tell us about your lemon story. So my lemon story, I would say, was probably back in December of 2020, I believe we're 2021 now. So December, um, I went through, um, a divorce that, um, you know, was, as was not a place that I anticipated ever finding myself in, in life and, and, um, you know, working full time and, and having, uh, two children that, um, were three and four at the time who, um, we adopted, was, um, you know, that's just not a place where I ever saw myself. And, and so trying to navigate the whole balance of keeping it together at work when mm-hmm. work is going through some changes for, for the positive, honestly, but it's, it's um, wonderful changes, but a lot of anxiety about where things will go, where things are going to fall, what's it going to look like, what's the support going to be. And then having to balance the emotion that came with still being at home, living in that home and going through that whole process of, of, of a separation of one type of relationship and trying to move it into another type of relationship. Um, you know, honestly, when you um, have, have kids, that becomes the priority. And so you as the two adults have to truly figure out how to change the relationship while still dealing with sort of the, the, the heartache that comes with, you know, you're thinking it's going to be one way for the rest of your life. And then all of a sudden it becomes a different way. And so, and then how do you deal with the emotions of the, of the children, um, you know, which was a concern. So um, to me, that was, that, that really was um, my lemon in a very, interesting spot that I never thought that I would find myself in. Um, and then yeah. still trying to navigate here was, was difficult. So, yeah. Well, so for those of us who might be going through some similar lemons out there, uh, do you, sounds like you were able to find a, a way to navigate that a very messy time. Let's just yeah. say, you know, a lot of emotions having to keep it together at work, but but knowing that, acknowledging that you were going through a very, you know, sad and stressful time in your personal life. Do you have any, and, and, and knowing that your title is director of integrative <laughs> wellness at the university of West Georgia, do you have any tips or uh, suggestions, advice that you might give someone who might be dealing with that same kind of dynamic in their life right now? Yeah, I would say for me, it was something that I had to really change mindset. So I really had to lean on some colleagues that that are also very good friends that um, really sort of helped me get through the whole concept that I'm not at 
fault that that no one is per se at fault as the fact that you know this type of relationship is now going to move into this type of relationship I, I carried a lot of guilt about hurting people and you know separation of things and so you know lean in on those that are that are close to you that are also compassionate um and you know I, I love my family dearly but my family was not necessarily the the individuals that that I felt like I could lean on just simply because I felt like I was going to um you know they were going to be very disappointed uh or they were going to have a lot of questions that I couldn't even answer at the time uh, for myself let alone them and so I didn't feel like that was the best option so it was you know a couple of colleagues here at work and so for me being able to be open was something that I've never necessarily been good at, but to finally say, you know, at times everybody needs help just because you sit in a role where wellness um, is, is, is your world. It doesn't mean that things don't affect you. Mm-hmm. What, what is the most important thing is how do you adjust to that? So in a sense, how do you make the lemonade out of, out of the lemons? And for me, it was like, I had to, to, to just sit down and come to a point within myself that it, that I wasn't at fault and that this was okay. And the world was not going to end. Um, you know, and I'm very fortunate that, um, my, uh, you know, we don't necessarily call, call each other exes, ex-spouse. We actually just say, this is my other co-parent. And so, you know, I'm fortunate in that where we were able to have conversation, to be able to get to a point where, you know, the, the kids are the priority and we need to show them um, how two responsible adults are supposed to handle a very stressful situation. They look to us as being the models of that. So that was part of it as well. When you have children, in, in my personal opinion, when you have children, you have to figure out a way to deal with those emotions, but you still have to be able to, to hold it together because they are looking at you for that. Um, and so, you know, they were the source to say, we have to be better every day for them. And so that's, that's what we, that's what we focused on. So for me, um, you know, prayer and, um, a belief that things, you know, work out for this reason and that this was already planned that, you know, that was something that, that I, had to sit and truly, you know, have conversations with individuals about, and, and that brought me a lot of, you know, relief in that sense. And so whatever mm-hmm. spiritual realm you, you work in and, and, and pray in or believe in, I think you have to lean on that as well, whatever that looks like for you. So mm-hmm. for me, those were probably the main things that I, that I focused on. So it sounds like you had a really good support network, um, not necessarily with your family, but with some work colleagues and that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. I can imagine though, that there are some people out there who may feel like there's no one in their inner circle that they feel comfortable uh, talking to that. They also would think that would be compassionate enough. Like you're describing Mm -hmm. your colleagues that, so they feel a little, maybe a little bit more isolated, but, but you said that another resource is, inward, you know, introspection Mm -hmm. and, you know, leaning on some spiritual type of being, or at least a a place where you can just meditate and think about how, you know, the, the bigger plan that may be at play. Yeah. And, and that this is just one of those, uh, bumps in the road on a bigger Mm -hmm. plan. Uh, 
and there are a lot of books. There are a lot of books that uh, kind of uh, cater to that thought process. I know for me, when I was going through my my divorce lemon, I lay, relied on a book called uh, The Game of Life and How to Play It hmm. uh, by Florence uh, Scoville Shin. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it has that kind of bigger plan concept theme running through. It's a very short book, but I, I leaned on that book a lot. Yeah. So I don't know if you found any books that you thought were helpful, but I know for me, that one was very helpful. And it's also kind of spiritual based as well. Yeah, not so much, not so much books, but honestly, just having conversations by myself. That was something I was not used to doing as well that that I thought was, you know, quite interesting when I would, you know, get home in the evening and, and get the kids settled, taking some time to go out on the front porch or in the yard just by yourself and looking up at the sky and just having whatever conversation you want to have, you know, was something that was very therapeutic for me, whether I needed to cry while I had this conversation or whether I was mad and wanted to have this conversation, you know, it was just like that, that truly became a springboard, but it wasn't a physical being uh, in front of me. And so, Um, that was not ever something I was used to doing. Um, I thought, Lord, if somebody walks by and sees me or drives by and sees me out here in the yard, just having a conversation up to the sky. But it was just something that you just have to sort of say, you know, this is what I need for me right now. And that's okay to need that 10 minutes for me. And, and, um, you know, and just have those open conversations to, you know, either give myself praise or to talk to myself about how I could have done something else better or that it's okay to feel what I'm feeling and that I'm not alone. I mean, I'm not in this world of, you know, 10 people or less that have gone through a divorce. It's, it's a very, you know, unfortunately it's a very common thing that, that does occur. But um, I think what I'm most proud of is, is how we've been able to put the children first and really develop um, a friendship to be able to, you know, move them forward in a positive way. Yeah. That's very inspiring. And I, yeah, I can relate, you know, cause when I went through my divorce, my kids were really, really young, but uh, you know, as difficult as it was, you know, it's just added another layer of complication to things, but at the same time, because of them, I was forced to get out of bed and wear a smile and be happy is because I wanted them. I didn't want to deprive them of, you know, their childhood or experiences because I was feeling sad. And so right. it forced me and maybe accelerated my healing. Maybe um, if they hadn't been in the picture, who knows what would have happened. Uh, but yeah, so children can be, is, they can make it challenging, but at the same time, they can also make it better. Yeah, that's true. And, and, you know, the kids are so young and, and again, every child is different in how they, you know, uh, react, but, you know, we were able to have open conversation with them. And, and I think that because they are much younger, you know, I think they were able to, to see that, you know, we still are able to get along and that we're both going to be there at, you know, every function that they have. Um, they, I don't know that they know much of a difference. They do see the, the separation of the physical space, mm-hmm. uh, but they love, you know, both of their times at both places. And so, 
you know, it's still a, you know, you're, it's still a work in progress when you go through something like that, but uh, how you communicate or be able to tell your feelings in a way, whether, whether they are going to be hurtful to someone, you still need to be able to work on having that open communication. And I'm still doing that, still working on having that open communication at, at work and at home. And so, um, you know, it's, uh, it's definitely been uh, not a place I anticipated being, but it's definitely a place that, that I can make the best of it and move forward. Yeah. So on that note, what would you consider your spark that came from this lemon that because of the lemon, this is who you are today or what you do today that you wouldn't have done if that lemon hadn't happened to you? I think it, for me, it's probably my children. They're really the spark to everything I do, and I need to be better for them. And so that's probably what it is. So it's really kind of seeing them in a new way that you maybe didn't see them before. And and I grew up in a divorced household and at 16, and you want better for them. So, mm-hmm. well, and I can. I, you know, what I see, I don't know if you've given much thought, but, you know, as somebody who's in the wellness field and going to be directing um, a wellness center, integrative wellness <laughs> center, you know, you, this perspective that you've gained can be really, I think, helpful for a lot of sure. people. Yeah. You might, you might write a book or you might write some articles or just give some talks or be available to people who maybe are struggling with a difficult situation similar to yours and not being able to really navigate their way. I mean, by being on this podcast, you know, you are, I'm sure helping a lot of people. I think you and I could write a book together. That'd be a lot of fun. That's your your expertise, writing books. (laughs) Yeah, never ever seen myself being a, an author of a book, but we certainly could uh, do it together. That'd be a lot. Yeah, of fun. Yeah. yeah, it might be very therapeutic as well to to oh. do. That. I've never really thought about it. So, writing, yes, uh, from someone who has written, um, it is it is therapeutic. It yeah, cathartic, uh, and you can learn a lot, right. even a lot more about yourself. Right. And, yeah, um, and but then you get the bonus of being able to memorialize it and share it with others who can benefit from your many contemplations as well. (laughs) Sounds like our our next project, not that we need another project, (laughs) extremely busy people, but it definitely sounds like, you know, something to potentially, I think anytime that you have the opportunity to do something that is therapeutic, um, you know, with self-care, you know, um, you need to make the time to do that because, yes. you know, what I've learned with work, nobody's going to come in here and, and do it while I'm not here, <laughs> you know, so it, it, it can be here for, for you to take that, that time that you need. So um, it definitely has brought, as you mentioned earlier, a different perspective, which is, is a positive thing for me. Yeah. Well, most of the time that different perspective is invaluable, um, you know, and that's when we learn our biggest lessons. And sounds like for you, it's the, the children and, and the role that they play in your life, the appreciation that you have for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have so much appreciation for them that you even took them to Chuck E. Cheese. That was one of the I did. hilarious 
social media posts <sighs> I have seen. I could not stop laughing. And oh. you didn't say much. All you said was prayers, please. <laughs> there, there wasn't much. There wasn't much to say after that. I knew going into that that this was probably going to be, you know, a mistake on my part. But they absolutely <laughs> loved it, and it's just, you know, it, it's one of those things that every child should experience. But it is not one that I'd like to experience again. But She's already asked if she can have her next birthday party there. And yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess we're going back to Chuck <laughs> Yes. Especially yeah. in a uh, COVID world. It's definitely not oh, yeah, a place I, where you think you want to find yourself. But uh, <laughs> they had a blast. And that's honestly all that matters. That's yes. really all that mattered. Yes. Um, but it was sensory overload. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot going on in that yeah. place. I haven't been to one in a while, but yes, I've had my share. And yes. I think a lot of parents can relate. They exactly. their share of Chuck E. Cheese or Chuck E. Cheese like places. Jump parks. <laughs> yeah. Indoor jump parks is sort of the same way too. So yeah. they, they love those as well. So yeah. <laughs> I guess that's the world I live in right now with them being four and five. So that's okay. Yes. It's, yeah. it goes by very fast. Soon they'll be 17 and driving and never seeing no. you anymore. No. <laughs> Not looking forward to that. <laughs> um, so if people want to learn more about you, Bridget, if they want to connect with you, how can they do that? Probably the best way, um, you know, I am on Facebook, you know, they can reach out, but I don't share a lot on Facebook except my children and our ventures to, to Chuck E. Cheese. But, um, you know, um, emailing me would be uh, completely fine. Um, my email is B as in Bridget Stewart, S-T-E-W-A-R-T um, at westga.edu. Westga.edu. Okay. And your Facebook is Bridget Stewart? Correct. Mm -hmm. And I'm on Twitter as well. I think that's Stewie, S-T-E-W-I-E, 4032. And on LinkedIn um, as well. S-T-E-W-I-E, 4032? Mm-hmm. Is Twitter. That's Twitter. Okay. And on LinkedIn as well, so. All right. Well, I'll be sure to put that into the comments of, on the podcast. And um, hopefully people who might be feeling like they can relate mm -hmm. could reach out if they feel they might need someone to lean on, like you leaned on your colleagues. So I'll sure. um, be happy to. Yeah. Until then. And until our next book, <laughs> <laughs> I'll get started on that today. I'll share a Google doc. With you. <laughs> I want to thank you again for sharing your story and being so open with us. And I'm so glad that you were able, able to navigate your way through a difficult time and see the wonder that is at the end of it. So uh, thank you. Me too. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Lemon Spark podcast. If you have a Lemon Spark story to share or know someone who does, please message us on Facebook and be sure to like our page. And remember, it's not the lemon that defines you, it's the spark.